Oh, clever use of uh, audio by our... Charlie's a smart producer. And that voice you hear is Adam Roberts, one of our great reporters, news guys here at uh, TMJ4. TMJ4. Oh, I promoted you. No, he's working. <laughs> I was on TV today, Steve. Yeah, he were. That's why I thought about that. It's in my notes. 620 WTMJ, of course. And um, you're working on a... You've worked on a streetcar story, a, a four-parter, I understand, or at least four-phased... Yeah, it was, this has been something that we and also TMJ4 and the Milwaukee Business Journal have been working on, honestly, juggling everything else that we have going on in the newsroom. It's been about two months that we've been working on this very extensive look at our city streetcar. All right, so the focus, I understand, is on fares, right? From our end, yes. Yeah, yeah. We have kind of like a three-pronged approach. Mine was looking at fares. Why did I say four before? It's three-pronged. Yeah, it's obviously square, square yes. to use triangles. Yes, Steve. yeah. So I mean, that's not me. Okay, we're just we're just goofing around. <laughs> well, because it's still free because Correct. that was the there was a fare that was supposed to be imposed, but then COVID threw that a monkey wrench into that. So a pretty big one. Yeah. yeah. So um, this so will what, be interesting. So what are they talking about? So as Carol, you alluded to, the fares implementation was supposed to happen after the first year of the streetcars service beginning in 2018. COVID and other factors led to that kind of being put on the back burner, and we still sit here today with a free streetcar system that also, up until about two weeks from now, is still in its original iteration. We've got the new expansion coming uh, that will take riders down to the Couture that's currently being constructed and around other portions of downtown. So my angle of the whole story was looking at this idea of paying a fare to ride the system, because you, correct me if I'm wrong, both of you, but the common denominator of fares has been well, I'm not going to pay to ride something that's already free. I mean, that seems like a reasonable assumption to make. Right. So what I wanted to explore was, okay, as we look forward 5, 10, 15 years, if and when these extensions get built, would people pay to ride something that up until now and going forward in the short term is still free? And so we sent out a WTMJ fan survey and got quite good response, and I was very surprised by the results. 77% of the people that we spoke to in this survey said that, yes, if it goes to extended places where I want service to, then I will pay a fare to ride the system. And I think I averaged out the responses about $2 is what most people would be willing to pay. So well, that's, that's reasonable. That, that's always been the case. I think if, 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 if it has a destination that you need to get to versus parking your car, which, let's be honest, you park your car, is 30 to 50 bucks mm -hmm. generally, and you can get a $2 you know, hop ride, that makes sense to people. So Adriana Mendez is one of the three other or two other people I was working with on this project. And when we recorded the podcast, she mentioned explicitly that because she lives about 30 minutes outside of Milwaukee proper and admitted she doesn't go downtown as much as she wants to, not because of crime, not because of whatever, but because it's just hard to park. And the cash that goes into that consideration is also something. I got to be honest with you. I went and I was eating at... Uh Elsa's with a friend a couple of weeks ago, and I am serious in the fact that I hate those parking meters. They never want to take my credit card. One, trying to find a place to park in that area by Cathedral Square, and two, trying to get the damn meter to take my credit card. It was so frustrating. So if they did something and expanded into a route where I could get it, I'd be happy to ride it. And I think that's the prevailing thought process. Is that, and again, Correct me if I'm wrong, this topic, the Milwaukee streetcar, might be the most, contain the most vitriol of any city project, maybe in the last 
10, 15, 20 years in this city. And it all boils down to everyone is, I will not use it. I do use it. I never will use it. And so one of my big things with this is trying to just get beneath that a little bit and see, okay, what is the real deal here? Did you bring some of the report with you? I did. Okay. Uh, you can also access it at WTMJ.com. You can also text the old National Bank talk and text line. If you text streetcar, one word, Vitrano made sure to mention that, to 855-616-1620. You'll see our story as well as links to Channel 4 and also the Milwaukee Business Journal. All right, so one of the things I get all the time as a, as a host of a talk show is I don't want to pay for it. As part of your three-phase look at this, did that enter in, into some of the conversation? Like people saying, I just don't want to pay for a streetcar that I'm never going to ride. A little bit, and it's totally understandable. We recognize through this reporting that the streetcar is seeking new avenues for funding. They're expected to have a $1.3 million shortfall for operations heading into 2024. I know uh, Alderman Dmitrievich, Alderman Spiker at a finance and personnel committee hearing a couple of weeks ago were kind of putting it to DPW Commissioner Krushke a little bit about, hey, you know, we've been running this now for five years. It's time to start seeing a return on the investment a little bit. Other than the couture spots... What makes sense as a, another destination? Obviously, Pfizer is the obvious one. And that seems like, and Sean kind of really dug into that a little bit. That's the one they're really trying to hammer out. We've obviously got a big convention coming up here next year. does not seem like they're going to have that in place in time. I know the original goal was obviously 2020. All of that happens. But that seems like the one they're really trying to hammer through. And then, we, of course, we'll go back to that original plan where it was supposed to go down the east side, kind of lead to a connection towards UWM, then down into Walker's Point that starts that sort of network. And it's really interesting to me that a lot of the streetcar systems I looked at for this study, um, they're Kansas City, Cincinnati, Oklahoma City, cities of similar size to our own where it's just a downtown loop, much like ours is. But the city's trying to pursue, I think, something bigger. It always has been. Like a like a Portland, their max system. It's light rail, but it's expansive. And that's kind of, I think, the idea. But how you pay for something like that when they've applied for $350 million in federal funding and just have gotten one of those grants? I don't know. Have they ever talked about going down to the airport? Because I think you'd have a lot of ridership if you took that baby and sent it down to the airport. I know we have, of course, the Amtrak line that goes down there. And when we surveyed people, I asked outright, all right, where are the places you want it to go? And I got a lot of the usual suspects, and Mitchell was one of the places that came up pretty frequently. Okay. He is Adam Roberts, reporter at 620WTMJ. Adriana Mendez worked with you at TMJ4. Sean Ryan, Milwaukee Business Journal. Where can they find the reporting? Again, WTMJ.com. It's right there on the front of our page. You can also text streetcar to the old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. We'll have my story. And I encourage you also to read the other two as well because Sean and Adriana worked very hard on this project. And I'm really excited that we're going to be doing stuff like this with our partners in this capacity going forward. It's very exciting. Yeah, in-depth reporting, which... All of us who are WTMJ fans, besides the fact that I work here, has been our story for many, many years, many right. decades. So great work. I'm gonna, I'll probably play some of that um, this week and next, get a, a sampling of what that sounds like. Adam Roberts, thank you very much.